fellow spiritual trailblazer, this episode is brought to you by the Thrive in Your Purpose 90 Days Intensive. This intensive is for spiritual trailblazers and spiritual entrepreneurs alike who want to level up in their business, own their personal power, and be in the flow with the universal energy. This intensive covers manifestation ability. So we are going to dive into becoming a manifestation wizard, transformation so we can be our ultimate selves, developing and maintaining our confidence, setting up and launching our podcast, developing our success team, and developing our self-care plan. You can learn more by going into tmariejohnson.com forward slash thrive in your purpose to learn more catch the early bird special and get your bonuses again that's tmariejohnson.com thrive in your purpose welcome to spiritual and empowerment living with international speaker spiritual mentor and best-selling author Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Well, hello, spiritual trailblazer. You know, I'm so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to talk about today's topic, how to be and live it anywhere at any time with Jacqueline Pertle. So let's get to her bio. Jacqueline is an energy, energy healer, mindfulness and happiness coach and author of 365 Days of Happiness. She helps people define what happiness is for them and coach them to be and live it anywhere at any time. Jacqueline has a background in health and wellness, natural living, nutrition, skincare specialist, homopathy, herbs, holistic and Western medicine, kinesiology, and energy medicine. Woo! <laughs> she holds an international wellness degrees and is internationally certified as a Reiki master. She is a powerhouse, guys. She, you can go visit her at freakyhealer.com, and that link will be in the description for this episode. Jacqueline, Welcome. Thank you so much, Tia, for this amazing introduction. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my pleasure. That That's a powerhouse of info right there. And I had to tell people how we met because it's, it's really, I think it's really unique. So we are part of Selena Sue's Impacting Millions group. And, and within that group, there are accountability circles. And Jacqueline is one of the people in my accountability circle. Yes, absolutely. I'm really glad. I mean, it is special how we met. And I also, I mean, everybody else that's in the group, it's just a lot of good stuff. Good ladies, right? Oh, yes. Terrific. Nothing but the best. So I just had to <laughs> give Selena a shout out for that. And and uh, yeah, I do like to tell people how uh, some of the guests and I have met because it's just so unique, especially in this world of technology, how you can connect with someone who is a country or two away or a time zone away. I just thought that's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also like amazing then, you know, how, how you grow on to each other, even though we've never met, but it's like, you know, from a, 
voice and we've seen each other a couple times on video and energetically it's just like it, I feel that connection and it's like old friends it's it's wonderful I was super excited to come I'm like oh I'm gonna get to speak with Tia today great <laughs> I was equally excited <laughs> So this this happiness and being mindful and all that jazz, I I really love this topic because when I hear happiness or how to be, I think that it just comes so natural for people, or at least they are in their pursuit of that. But in your line of work, is that what you find that it's natural for people or are they having really difficult times with this process? Well, it's a mix of people, really. I mean, there's some that, you know, it's just they, they've maybe they already realize that they are already happiness and they, they're already living it and being it. And uh, they just maybe would like to dive a little, little bit deeper into soul work, right? Of who, who they think they are and who they want to be and figure out a little bit more wisdom about themselves. And I'm a big believer in that you have it all in you. So I really just, I'm like a translator to, to kind of show you your gates to yourself a little more. And then there are some, you know, they, they come and they have real hard situations. They're living through real hard times and they, they've either, you know, they've either lived happy before and then, you know, life turned or shifted into a harder period and they've forgotten or cannot really be it anymore and they're coming for that or then they're the ones that never even really experienced it right or or experience it in these split seconds but they can't keep it going right it's like it's attached to something on the outside of them and then that something is a split second it's an ever-moving life and then they're like well wait a minute so they have to jump to the next and they're exhausted because they just can't seem to really have it going for a while or naturally just kind of come as it's exhausting. So I helped them to redefine what it means to them because it means something different, you know, to everybody. And it's also like, I'm a big believer in not having any expectations in how it has to be because Mm -hmm. we're living an ever changing, ever moving, fast, energetic universe. And every split second is different and every split second happiness can be experienced a little bit different. And so we're looking at the outside, we're looking at the inside and just kind of shift it and show them that's actually already in them, that they already are that. And that takes sometimes a little bit of, you know, practicing. Wow. Yeah. I I really like how you said you are a translator and I believe that is so important to help people in that process because you're saying hey you know what some of this is already within you some things you're going to have to discover by externally experiencing things but I think when at least for me when I heard translate I thought oh yeah that made sense and then all those things just came aligned so I really think that's pretty awesome yeah it's it's really like you know ultimately it's Ultimately, it's just an ability, and I was open enough to let it happen, but it's an ability to show and to translate and to kind of help a coaching guide somebody to get closer to themselves and their heart. 
-hmm. It's nothing different than that because it's not like I go do it for you. It's like nobody can ever do anything to you for you if you're not willing and open. It's more like, you know, I want to, I want to learn how to bake my own bread. I kind of know how to bake a bread, but I'm not so good at it. So I go to a, 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 a take a lesson <laughs> or watch a video on how to bake the bread. And then they teach you, but I still bake my own bread the way I want it. Right. Because everybody, you know, best for you. I'm just kind of here to help you um, see it and feel it and hear it and really take this and trust into it a little bit more. And sometimes I translate a lot until it clicks. And sometimes I translate just a tiny bit, a little energy shift. And that's really it. I, I believe very much in helping from an energetic perspective in the healing the energy of a person, but then also teaching them and educating them because ultimately I want them to be able to do it for them mm -hmm. themselves. And what you said about in the inside and outside, I'd like to share that with um, you and your audience. I'm a big, big believer and I know it works of recycling <laughs> and I, I'm talking recycling in your physical life because you feel something, you create it inside of you, that feeling, imagination, visualization, whatever, whatever works for you. And then you create that on the outside. Well, first you do it in the inside, then it goes in the outside. Well, if you don't recycle what's going on in the outside and then feel it there too, then you're missing out with this recycling process. You do it in the inside. It starts in the inside. The happiness, for instance, starts in the inside. You're realizing you are already happiness and you, every breath you take, every blood pump that goes on, it's all in you, the happiness, right? But then you have this physical life kind of on the outside of you. And then you see a cookie, you see a beautiful flower, you hear a beautiful bird. Well, it's important then to take what you created with the inside happiness, take on the outside and really feel that and be mindful about that bird, be mindful about that piece of chocolate or the cookie that you so much want and then indulge in it and feel it. And that's that recycling first in the inside. You look what's on the outside mindfully use that and really feel it and live that. And then it fills you in the inside again. So then you go on the outside again. So it's this constant recycling of what you create and what's on the outside are you there for you to experience? And to me, it's beautiful when you do that that way. I love that. So it's like multi-layer happiness. Yes, absolutely. Because if you think about it, Tia, if you create it in the inside, it's okay. So I get up, I create my happiness. It's the best day ever. I feel it. I do my yoga physically and everything. So I feel just so good in the inside. And then I walk down the street, but I just have this tunnel vision and don't take anything on the outside in what well, I'm missing out. So then I only create in the inside, but I'm not using the experience that's given to me with being able to enjoy this physical life while I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm not using that, which means part of this whole experience, I'm missing out. On the other hand, if I don't create it in the inside of me first, but then I just nourish myself 
on the happiness that's always outside of me, well, then I'm missing out on my inside too. So there is a big part missing too. So you really want to understand that it's inside of you and it's actually you are happiness and happiness is you in every single cell of your whole being. But then there's this amazing physical life out there for you to experience as that soul. Well, that's there for you not to just walk by and, and got to do this, got to do that, got to do this, got to go faster. No, no, no. To mindfully say, look at this beautiful world out there and then fill your whole being with it. And that's amazing because it's like you constantly then filled and full of feeling good. Nice. That is simply wonderful. So why happiness? How did you get on this path of being a happiness trailblazer? Because I was feeling the energy as you was talking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, I just love feeling good. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I just, and there's constant this voice in my head. And I've had this for a long time, like, but Jacqueline, there is a better, happier, more feel good way to do this, isn't there? (laughs) I'm Mm. like, okay, okay, I'll find it. (laughs) I'll create it. I do it. I think about it. And, and then of course, you know, I'm I'm guided to, to constantly, uh, uh, just come up with new ways of uh, thinking and then sharing with uh, my clients, my audience. So it's, it's a type of channeling, but, um, it's been with me for a long time. When I was when I was little, I obviously didn't really know, you know, what's going on. I was little, right? <laughs> Physical mm-hmm. life being little, you don't really get what's going on. But um, you know, soon enough then I kind of realized, wait a minute, I'm just drawn to feeling good. And I can only kind of explain it in the way that it started when I was little because I'm a redhead um a lady today, a woman today, but back in time, I was a redhead girl, and I grew up in Switzerland, and back time, back in that time, redheads were still kind of like, you know, talked about that, you know, uh, that you're evil, and um, mm-hmm. you should be burned, and all this history about witches and whatnot, so I grew up in a time where, you know, in school, the children, the teachers, they still talked like that, so in reality, it was a very... Um, hurtful time for me. It was a, you know, some trauma involved, some, you know, some bullying, some teasing, which made me then alone a lot of time. Like I had friends, but very little. And I created this inside world, right? Where I just wanted to feel good because on the outside, it didn't really exist that much for me. And it was not really safe to open up to because I never knew when the next saying came about my red hair. So, and I was also very sensitive, right? And I kind of just saw through people and touched people and they felt better and knew what people needed. So this has been kind of with me, I would say probably since I was born, but then through this bullying time, it's, I created my inside world where I just wanted to feel good. And that just became today, it it turned into my superpower. I call me being able to pull myself into feeling good is really my superpower. But that got strengthened to what happened back in time. So I can't really say it was a trauma. I can only say it was a gift, right? Because I am who I am today because of what happened back in time. And 
over time then it was more than an inside job it turned towards the outside where I just you know, had people pop into my mind and I thought oh that person needs something swung myself on my bike and in my lunch break rode to that person gave him a little flower gift and a hug and told him how amazing they are and then every the world was good again they moved on feeling better I had a great time back on my bike back to work so it turned then from the inside it was just so much there that it turned to the outside and spread it and then of course all the people you know how that goes it's probably with you too they come and talk to you and you have answers and you always have an open ear and love and good words for them and so and then it just turned further and further and you know like a craft you you get better and better at it and you listen more and listen more and it just feels really good it's it's definitely my thing so Nice. Yeah, I'm so happy that you were able to turn that into, hey, you know what, let me go and give this person a flower. They're on my mind and, and just have that transition happen for you. That's, yeah, that, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's like, it's really, it's, it's cool in many ways, because it's, really filling my heart and it, it, to this day it is and back in time then too it fills my heart my being with so much gratitude and love and happiness and feel good and I know I'm in alignment because it's just the right thing to do it's what I'm supposed to do right I listen to this voice inside of me and do the guidance and the channeling and all the help I'm actually getting on top of that, because I feel good, I spread that to everything and everybody around me, right? Because wall energy and connected. On top of that, the person I'm, I'm bringing this kindness to and this healing, it's an energetic healing. It's, uh, they feel better. So they're spreading, they're feeling better to everything and everybody. And together, we just, oh, we just created that log bomb, right? <laughs> that goes all the way around the world. And so it really is. It's like there's so much that, when you listen to your inner voice and to your guidance and to your heart, really, right? What feels good, there comes so much amazingness out of it. Wonderful, wonderful. So can you give us an example of how you lead your clients to, to be and to live that anywhere at any time? Sure. Um. Well, first, I, I listen a lot to what they're saying. And because in these words, there's so many, you know, energetic emotions and whatnot in there. And then I just go deep, right? And I translate to them to explain to them, you know, what this maybe could mean to them. Where is this coming from? And we go a little bit deeper also into what is happiness to you to you right what makes you feel good right what makes you just you want to just hug the whole world because that's really what we want to kind of talk about and focus and see that you can implement this more in your day and then so and there's some very simple lessons in there the first thing is really to just understand that you are happiness and happiness is you that even if you never ever had anything on the outside, that would make you happy or feel good. You could still be happy and live happy just 
with you, with yourself, because every single cell, you know, they, they do all this amazing uh, rejuvenating and renewing for you, right? And the, the, the heart, right? It pumps all this blood and every breath you take in and out is life. And when you really take a moment and, and mindfully just focus on just you, your inside, right? Like in your physical body, what beauty is there? Maybe you love your little toe. Maybe you love your smile. Just focus on that and just that beauty and that happiness, how it makes you feel good because ultimately what makes you feel good, that's happiness, right? And then go deeper into your like into your mind, right? There are thoughts that you love thinking. Focus on them and become aware that in your mind there's actually happiness, right? And then... um Keep going into your soul, which lives in your heart. So everything that's ever touching your heart, like hugging somebody or uh, petting a furry animal, like a you know a, a, a kitty or a dog, or or watching children play or listening to the birds sing, whatever touches your heart, listening to beautiful music that wants you to just move right and sway, anything that touches your heart in that way. That is happiness, right? And then you move on to your next component because you're different components, you know, your body, your mind, your soul, and then your consciousness in your now, right now. If you let go of everything that you think is not going right and just say, right now, what's going right for me? There is something. And if there is there's nothing you can make yourself a good cup of tea and that's going right for you. You can focus on your breath. That's going right for you. And when you focus that, well, that's happiness too. So to really realize that it's already there. You never have to seek it. You never have to create it. It's already there. Wherever you go, that's where happiness is. And that understanding is really huge because a lot of people think they, they kind of have to, they're searching for happiness and that creates um, expectations. Well, with expectations comes a lot of pressure, how happiness has to show up for you. And then if it doesn't show up for you that way, well, then you can't be happy, right? And it, it, out of that then comes a lot of resistance that you start resisting the situation, right? Well, resistance is closes you for any happiness that actually is there. And so it's like, it's just this understanding that to just I am happiness and I can live it right now as who I am, as a whole being. And that is, to me, is when I, when I explain that, it's usually the biggest um, kind of blockage or the biggest hurdle. Once that kind of is understood, it's like, wow, wait a minute. And then they go on and practice that for a little. And then they come back and then we talk about other stuff too, of course. Wonderful. So it, it sounds like we discovered some secrets to being happy. I heard uh, you, what you, you're breathing, you're breathing everything about you, your essence. I heard multi-layer happiness. So it seems like we're uncovering a bit of, uh, like I was saying, some secrets here. I would think so. I would think so. I always say my top three secrets are to really live um, pressure-free happiness to let go of all your expectations, how you think happiness has to show up, right? Because when you have expectations, I gotta have, it gotta be this way for me to be happy, then it's gonna be really hard to kind of stay happy and to really experience it in that pressure cooker that you kind of create. Because when, when you are sad and you 
can cry, that can be happiness because it's a great release of a lot, a lot of energy that doesn't aid you anymore. So you cleaning your energetic being and that's happiness to me. Or, you know, when you're angry and then you go and you do a chore that you don't want to do, get something done, fill out your taxes or clean the house or clean the car or something, anything, or go on a bike ride. Oh my gosh. I mean, be careful and safe, of course. But if you're a little pumped with, you know, a little frustration, whatnot, you go bike riding, you're going to go so much faster and your exercise will be so much more. So if you use your anger that way, to me, that's happiness because it feels good. And then to really let go of all expectations and to say, okay, I'm just whatever feels good, as little as possible, as big as possible, it doesn't really matter. If it feels good, I'm open, bring it on. That is the number one. The number two is resistance-free, right? To really just whatever is going on in your life, no matter. And this is going to be a little hard to, to do and to take for a lot of people. But no matter what's going on in your life, nothing has to change for you in order for you to be happy. To really just acknowledge what's going on without any feelings. No digging deep and, you know, wanting to know everything about it and having a tea party and sitting there and hanging out with that. Just, you know what, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm not healthy. I'm in pain. That's it. And then move on and shift into I accept my pain. I respect my pain. I appreciate my pain. I thank my pain and I love my pain because your pain ultimately is an amazing gift from your body. It's a language of your body that says, hey, you're not taking care of me. <laughs> you know, you're not listening. You're not doing this or that. Or what. It's time, right? And then the number three will be to create a healthy happiness environment in all the components of who you are, which is a body. So take care of your body, right? Sleep and eat good and drink plenty of water and move. And then the next one will be in your mind, right? That's another component of yours. So acknowledge the thoughts that are not aiding you, that don't make you feel good. Acknowledge them. That's okay. And then shift them when you acknowledge them. Oh, I just thought I'm not beautiful. Wait a minute. Shift it into go in front of the mirror and do your happiness and say, I am beautiful, right? To acknowledge them and shift. And then it will become more and more normal for you to think thoughts that make you feel good and that's really 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 good and then your soul will be we already covered that lives in your heart to do as many heart touching things that you can you know listen to music that moves you dance and move and look at the smiles out there anything that touches your heart go do it do it do it and nourish your heart which means you're nourishing your soul and you just can connect to who you really are much better that way and the last one will be the consciousness, right? Your power really lays in your now. That's where your consciousness sits. You really just become aware when you're having a hard time or you cannot, you, you don't feel the happiness wand touching on you and saying, hey, I'm happy. Just what is going right for me right now? And you will find something and then just really focus on that and feel that, not just in your head, but really feel it. And those are like those three secrets. And usually when people practice them, it's just going to naturally come to them more and more to just have the setting of I am happiness and I am going to live it and feel it, right? And it's really a practice, you know, to just commit 
to choose happiness, to practice it, to learn, to create a passion for it, and then go be and live it. And it's going to come like, like a waterfall towards you back. Yes, yes. It's interesting because when I, whether it's hearing someone or reading a post, usually it's the think about what you have to give up to achieve so much more. And with happiness, and we talked a little bit about this before we got started, we were just saying why nothing has to change for you to be happy and, and for you to be and to live your happiness. So do you think a change is not needed because we already live in breathing happiness? It's just a shift of per, uh, perception? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing has to change because you already are happiness. So in the darkest moments, you are still happiness. That has not changed. It's your perception, how you feel about it. And it's really your expectations that you're expecting it not to be that way. And you just want it to go away. So you have expectations, creates pressure. You want it to go away. Let's say, I mean, we'll take an easy one, headache. You wake up with a headache, right? Well, you expect it not to wake up with this headache right (laughs) i'm expecting tomorrow not to have a headache so then there i am i wake up with a headache well that's pretty frustrating right my expectation (laughs) just uh, what what did not set me up for being okay with that headache and then the other thing is i just wanted to go away right so i create resistance to it right and then it's really hard for you then to create a, a healthy happiness environment through that but let's say if you just let go of all expectations i don't expect anything anymore how happiness has to show up which lets you wake up the next morning with a headache and you say oh i have a headache today well that's happiness too right (laughs) and then you go into you're not even resisting it and you say hey i invite you to stay as long as you want as long as you wish so now i'm going to sit down with you let's have a chit chat to your headache what are you here for what are you trying to tell me what am i not doing why you have to stare me in the face like that and say hey i'm gonna be here until you take care of that and then learn from that take that wisdom because that's your deep deep heart wisdom and then take that live that and really practice it and your headache naturally can then release and go away and that to me that whole process is is happiness right because you're not expecting, so you're free, no pressure. You're actually loving and inviting your headache. You're going to go have a fun time and a fun chit-chat with your headache. Well, that's happiness too. It creates a lot of good feelings because you learn about yourself and then be grateful for that headache. Well, that always creates a lot of happiness. And then when the headache goes slowly away again, then you were, oh my gosh, I feel so good. Well, you, you just created happiness the whole time, even in something that normally you would think it's not happiness. Mm. So it, it sounds like we just debunked something here. So a major <laughs> change doesn't really have to happen. You just got to work on your perception and understanding that happiness, as you were saying throughout the show, is living, breathing, and experiencing you know, yourself and the world. So I really love that. Because I, I just know people really get caught up in, oh, my gosh, what do I have to give up? Th- this change is going to be what? Because people do fear the unknown, but right. they don't have to. No, they don't have to. And you know what I want to add on to that, Tears? Everything always happens for you. 
It's mm-hmm. never to you. So if everything always happens for you, then it's a gift. Well, it only changed from being a gift what the universal uh, or, or the, the meaning of being and experiencing this physical life has for you that everything is for you. The only change that actually happened is for you to say, oh, I expect this to be different. So this is not for me. This is to me happened to me right and think about it so if you let go of all that and just say you know what from now on everything happens for me oh that's like a shot of light into your heart and it's like this release like everything happens for me oh i mean you can just let go you can just feel it that you let go of all this pressure and all this have to's and all this should be and whatnot and you can actually relax into it and in that state when you do that when you're so relaxed you can then actually see what this headache actually meant for you as a gift versus before i mean if you just if you just don't you you don't you just want it to go away you will never figure out what this have what this is for you the gift and the learning and the wisdom it actually has for you Mm. have you ever came across someone who believed happiness wasn't for them and they were not interested in having their mind shifted oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean that i tell you what tia is like things like jacqueline you're just too happy it's like you know it's almost like like something's wrong with me. I hear this all the time. And I just giggle because to be really honest, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's okay. Because I walk the journey of wanting to feel good. That's my journey. Wanting to feel good, wanting to experience good. And hey, I get angry too. I shift to not feeling good too. And then, but even that shift, I then bless and say, oh, I just shifted. And then I accept, I respect, I appreciate, I think, and I love that I just shifted to not feeling good because then I know, wait a minute, that's not how I want to feel. And then I shift back again. And I, I understand that this was a gift from me to me, for me, that I just get stronger into realizing that I don't want that shift anymore or, you know, or or just how to shift back because life is ever moving. There's constantly something. There's always, you know, something. And in our minds, there's something good, there's something bad, there's something good, there's something bad. That's just as human beings in this physical life, how, how we're kind of programmed, but ultimately it's a gift because I get to shift back again. Oh man, when I feel good again, after not feeling good, it's incredible. It's like, wow. And I create like double the excitement. So yes, I have come across people that said, that's just not for me. It's not possible. It's not real. Or how can you life is so hard and things like that. And it's just over time, they start realizing, wait a minute, I'm, Jacqueline is actually real, right? So she's really living this and they see what's happening to my life because the way I live my life. So they want a junk of it too. And um, it's also, they just realize they're like, usually their health picks up, you know, like it's just that their health status peaks, right? And uh, their, their, their situation, be it, um, you know, be it in job or financial or in the family or with children, parents that have children, they don't get along, teenagers, whatever, you know, this whole situation that everybody always talks about. Well, when they change and commit and choose to make 
happiness their main priority of living, then they, the whole family shifts, right? And their relationship shifts and their financial situation shifts and their, um, their job situation shifts. And it's because when you are, think about like when you're happy, you're in a certain frequency, right? You're in a certain you're in a certain space and when you're there, well, everything that you want that feels good to you, that's where all that stuff lives too, right? It doesn't come down to you where you're not living good or feeling good. You got to go up. It's like, you got to, you got to raise your vibration so you can jump on the happy trampoline with all the happy stuff that you're wanting. And people catch on to that because it really takes, it, it doesn't take long for a shift in somebody's life to take place. Once you shift to really being and living your happiness, your shift of, in life that you always wanted or needed or wished for can happen within seconds because you shift really fast. Mm. And, yes. and one, yeah, and once once they see one little thing shift, they're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this mm. does work, right?" And then they just commit more and more and more. So yeah, I even had a lady um, uh, review my book. I wrote the book "365 Days of Happiness," which is based on my work, and it's a day by day, step by step guide to kind of uh, shift you and coach you through a whole year. Uh, to really be and live your happiness. And uh, I had uh, somebody review it and they're usually not in this whole self-help and happiness, <laughs> you know, genre. They, they're not really, you know, they're a little like, yeah, it's not for me. And they reviewed the book and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And they practice it and it changed for them. It changed the situation of life. So yeah, and then of course you have people that maybe it's not for them. And you know what, this it's okay. That's okay. Because I'm not here to change anybody's journey. I'm here to basically live my happiness and be my happiness as powerful as I can, because it works for me, it makes me feel good. And then to, to freely spread it. And anybody that's inspired to be able to catch on to that if it fits for them. But um, yeah, and that's the beauty of it, right? It's like everybody gets to say yes or no to it. So mm-hmm. so yes, your book, 365 Days of Happiness. Did it take you 365 days to write it? Tell us more about it. Well, in 2017, I decided that for 2017, I dedicate every day uh, to write about my happiness and then see what happens. So that I started doing that and then it went into being a blog and it helped a lot of people. And then I said, heck, I'll make a book out of it. So, um, you know, at the end of the year of 2017, I had it all together, edited many, many, many rounds. And then in last March, it was, it was a pop published, right? I self-published it. um, The the thing really, Tia, is that I'm not the same person anymore. I thought I'm happy before. Well, you know, that was great. But now it's like, this is a different level. This book changed me because every single day, mindfully being happy, it's absolutely possible. It really is possible to make this your priority. And then, so to me, it's like my life changed in that whole year. Lots of amazing things happen. And 
since the book is out, a lot of things happen and it helps really a lot of many people because it's this step by step. Every day you focus a little on something and it's like it adds up, right? Like a bee jumping from flower to flower and the pollen sticks on the bums, you know, it's like happiness is the same, right? So you jump every day a little bit around and happiness and it sticks on you. And then suddenly it's just so normal for you that you're like, and then the other thing is tears. What I realized is that you really learn and redefine what happiness feels to you because without feeling it ever, you really don't know, right? So, but if you just make this a priority and you just feel good, then you also know what not feeling good means, which means you can steer yourself back to feeling good. That is amazing, really. And it's funny that you said, oh yeah, it was a blog post because that's how my second book came about. (laughs) from a blog post that people love so it's it's very uh it's it's a decent path how even with that it transitioned from you just thinking you know what I'm going to be conscious about my happiness and write about it every day to you know what let's make this a blog to (laughs) oh wow there's something going on here so just that alone is pretty uh gosh it's enlightening really because it's helping you like you said I'm not the same person anymore Oh, yeah, I'm not the same person. And, you know, I feel like, I mean, English is not even my mother language. And I certainly have never written a book before. <laughs> so, so you know, it, to, to really, it's like, it was just this given, you have that too, right? I mean, you, you're, you're, you're fabulous queen in that, in that, um, in that sector of healing and energy and spirituality too. It's just when you listen to it, even it doesn't make sense. (laughs) You know, it's not my mother language. I've never written a book before really, but it's just, you just know in your heart and your soul and you got all this support spiritually and you're so guided. And so you just sit down and you let it flush, you know, the floodgate opens and it just comes out. You're like, what? I just wrote that really. (laughs) And that's (laughs) right. That's how I still look in the book sometimes in, in these daily chapters. I'm like, what? Really? I wrote that? Really? So it's clear to me that this book found me. I was meant to write this book. And it's a channeling situation. And this is what this is all about, right? It's like translating to the people what will be so good for them to maybe pick up and hear, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So any final thoughts? Yes. The biggest final thought is that you deserve to be and live your happiness. It's your birthright. It's your birthright. And I don't even want to say claim it because you already are it. It's more to just open up to it, right? It's already in you, for you, as you. And you're meant to be and live your happiness, your truth. It really is your truth to feel good with experiencing this lifetime. It's your birthright. It's given to you and it's there for you. And pick it up, open it up, <laughs> open up to it. And it's like your your world is just going gonna, gonna to change everything for you, right? It's, it really is. So, And the biggest thing is really like forget everything you've, ever thought or felt you deserve to be your birthright which is in my eyes your happiness 
Lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. I feel more uplifted now. I need to go write about my happiness. (laughs) (laughs) So thank thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Thank you. Yes. Many blessings. Be kind to yourselves. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.